AMA 50 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. I'm Gary Duncan, and this is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment in Scripture. And I'm talking with Matt Clark here. He's on the line from Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Hi, Matt. Hi, Gary. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's always a pleasure to have you on. You talked to us last week about your Saturday night thing that you have going on there. Anything else that you want to share with our listeners? Uh, This Saturday, we are going to have our next concert. It's our big band, so it's the original Knights of Swing. Uh, Our music director is one of the folks in the band, so it's like a a 12-piece orchestra that will be here on our front lawn. So if you like swing music, big band music, uh, 7 p.m. this Saturday, tomorrow. Uh, so, yeah, check out our website for, for future dates and for future groups that are going to be performing. So, June and July, every Saturday night, 7 o'clock. We'd love to see you here. Yeah, big band music. You know, it's not just for the older people, too, because I know a lot of younger people that enjoy big band music. There's been a resurgence, I think, you know, swing music and, uh, you know, uh, dancing to it. You know, I think, yeah, I think it's, you know, it's it's come back in popularity here and there. So, yeah, yeah, come by and, and check it out. So, over the week, we read Acts 13 through 23. Uh, highlight, what would you like to highlight in our reading? Thanks, Gary. So, so much good stuff. Again, we talked last week about Paul's conversion. Version. And so it is, for the most part, following the Apostle Paul. It's following his missionary journeys, his spreading of the gospel around the Mediterranean region, and the Lord is blessing his work and working through him. Uh, heartaches, no doubt about it. We hear about him stoning and being stoned. We hear about, you know, all sorts of heartaches, imprisonments, but yet the Lord remains faithful and continues to work through Paul. And Paul continues to just share Christ. Uh, the one example I wanted to look at was. Um, this account in Acts chapter 15 about the Jerusalem Council. So I think sometimes we have sort of this almost uh, romanticized view of the early church that it was it was perfect, right? <laughs> it was if we could only be like the only the early church, we'd right. be okay. Uh, well, not so fast. The early church had its share of problems too, no doubt about it. And one of the earliest controversies that comes up is sort of really who's in and who's out when it comes to the church. Um, who belongs, who doesn't belong, what's the criteria to, to be a part of, of the church of God? And so there's some who uh, come to Antioch, and that's where, uh, yeah, where where Paul and Barnabas were, and they talk about how uh, to really be in, you have to follow the Jewish customs, okay? To really be in the church, you have to do things like be circumcised that was the big requirement and if you're not circumcised well then then you're really not in right and so it's especially they're targeting the gentiles the non-jews and saying if those gentiles if those non-jews really want to be a part of the church really want to be followers of jesus really want to be saved they need to be circumcised well of course uh, there's a couple of issues with that, right? You know, all of a sudden you're making salvation depending upon a person's culture or whether they uh, are a Jew or a Gentile. And then, well, perhaps even worse, you're making salvation contingent upon what we do. Um, that, yeah, we need to do something to contribute to our salvation, contribute to what Jesus has done for us. You know, his death, his resurrection, not quite enough. I got to get myself circumcised, too. Um, so it, that can be dangerous when we start putting stipulations on our salvation. The church holds a council. They hold a meeting and they hold it in Jerusalem. And that's what we read about in 
uh, verse, excuse me, chapter 15. So I'll just read a little bit of that. It says, uh, some men came down from Judea and were teaching the brothers, unless you're circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. And after Paul and Barnabas had no small discussion and debate with them, in other words, they had probably a pretty heated debate with them, Paul and Barnabas and some of the others were appointed to go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and the elders uh, to talk about this question. So being sent on their way by the church, they passed through both Phoenicia and Samaria, describing in detail the conversion of Gentiles and brought great joy to the brothers. When they came to Jerusalem, they were welcomed by the church and the apostles and the elders, and they declared all that God had done with them. But some believers who belonged to the party of the Pharisees rose up and said, it is necessary to circumcise them in order to keep the law of Moses. The apostles and the elders were gathered together to consider this, and after there had been much debate, Peter stood up and said to them, Brothers, you know that in the early days God made a choice among you, that by my mouth the Gentiles hear the word of the gospel and believe. And God, who knows the heart, bore witness to them by giving them the Holy Spirit just as he did us. He made no distinction between us and them, having cleansed their hearts by faith. Now, therefore, you are, why are you putting God to the test by placing a yoke on the neck of the, of the disciples that neither our fathers nor we have been able to bear? But we believe that we will be saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, just as they will. So Peter uh, gets up and he, he says, that, yeah, I, I affirm that, yeah, Gentiles are coming to faith. And, you know, if we're not able to keep all these different laws, including the, the law of circumcision perfectly, well, why should we expect that of the Gentiles? And then perhaps most importantly, he says, uh, we're saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Whether a Jew, whether a Gentile, that's how we're saved, by God's grace through Jesus Christ. And that is oh, something so important for us to remember today. Um, today, I, I doubt that uh, many of our churches are debating whether you need to be circumcised or not to be saved. But, uh, boy, we do sometimes put other stipulations on our salvation. You know, being a good enough person, um, uh, you know, uh, obeying the Ten Commandments well enough. Or, or maybe it is a cultural thing, too, that, you know, someone has to adopt certain cult cultural customs in order to really be it, to really be a part of the church. And uh, that's that's not the case. It's not about becoming a Jew or a Gentile or or German or Scandinavian. Right. Um, that's not a stipulation to, to being a Christian. You know, I'm not talking um, about Lutheran denominations here, but there are denominations that speak in tongue. And that's also almost like, well, you're not completely one of us unless you're able to speak in tongue. Oh, great point, Gary. Exactly. So if you're really saved, well, then, yeah, you're going to speak in a tongue. You know, mm -hmm. you're going to do this. So that's adding and, a law to what really should be grace. Amen. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, those people that maybe don't speak in tongues, well, am I really saved? Am I, was my faith strong enough? You know, and you know, the problem with that is you're, you're never certain whether it's speaking in tongues or whether it's, you know, uh, being a good enough person, you know, you're, you're never quite certain. Am I good enough to really be saved? Right. And that's what but, they were saying there about circumcision then, right? Exactly. Right. You know, are, are we ever going to keep, you know, the law of circumcision, but, but any law good mm -hmm. enough to be saved. Right. And, and Peter speaks up and he, he brings them back to God's grace. Right. Uh, we are saved through God, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, just as they are. So whether Jew, Gentile, black, white, African, uh, Asian, whatever, um, we're saved by the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's, that's the only way of salvation is through him. Yeah. And that, that should give us peace. 
when I was a younger Christian or a new Christian, I'm uh, pretty young and, and learning about biblical stuff. I sure. I, I thought at one time that baptism replaced circumcision, but that's not the case at all. <laughs> it's the two different yes. things. Yeah, so they're not, yeah, it's not like they're the exact same thing, right? No, that that's that's not it. Um, you know, baptism is, is far greater. You know, right. baptism, you know, that, that, you know, to be baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and, and more than just something that's outward, mm-hmm. an outward sign. But this is, no, this is, this changes our identity. Uh, Christ claims us as his own. We're yeah. a child of God. We're forgiven. Um, so, so, yeah, you know. It's not so. Much it's not greater. so much a law. It's more of a gift. Yeah, exactly, Gary. It's well put. You know, uh, baptism is a, is one of the means of grace. It's it's one way in which God, yeah, does uh, bestow on us His grace, and by His grace saves and, and forgives, and again adopts us into His family. It's not like I've got to be baptized. Well, I get to be baptized. Yeah, I get you know, to. This is a gift from God yeah. that we receive. It's something we we get to do. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, great. most definitely, most definitely, and and something that's for all nations, you know, as, as Jesus says in Matthew twenty eight, you know, to make disciples and baptize all nations in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So again, no distinction between Jew or Gentile or anyone else. Uh, that gifts for all people. Right. So, anything else on this reading this week? No, I, I think that about covers it, Gary. There's just so many good things, you know, and I encourage our listeners, uh, join us in those readings. Um, the book of Acts gives us a beautiful history of the early church, and again and again and again, how the Lord is at work in that church, and certainly you know, reminds us that he's at work in his church today, too. What's our reading for next week? So next week, we're going to finish up the book of Acts. So exciting stuff. We're going to hear about Paul going to Rome, and we're going to hear about shipwrecks and and snake bites and all sorts of stuff. So um, Acts 24 through the rest of that book, and then into the book of Romans uh, through chapter 6. Acts 23 through Romans 6. Okay, would you like to uh, lead us with a prayer? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Uh, Lord God, we thank you for... um, the ways in which the, the book of Acts reveal to us uh, your plan of salvation. Lord, we thank you that we are saved uh, not by our works. Uh, there would never be certainty. We would never be good enough. Uh, but we thank you that, as Peter reminds us in our text today, that uh, we will be saved through the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we thank you for that promise for us, as, as whether we be a Gentile or Jew uh, or whatever our background is. We thank you for that promise being for us. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks a lot. All right. Sounds good, Gary. Take care. We are KFUO listener supported. You can find us at KFUO.org. And you can find our talk programs and talk segments, including this one, wherever you get your podcasts. Just search out KFUO Radio.